Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail Crock, and I'm really glad you're listening. So sit back, relax. I hope that tonight's program will be encouraging, inspirational, and will help you as it relates to finding out what God's will is for my life, or maybe you've just been seeking God's direction, saying, Lord, I think there's another step I need to make, but I really want to make sure that whatever decision I make, that I'm in your will. And so the title of tonight's program, I've entitled it One Way, and it really came out of a dream I had last night. I I dreamt I was driving my car and I turned down this street and realized I was going the wrong way down a one-way street. I don't know if you've ever done that, but it is not fun. So I had to pull over so I could get turned around. So many times where we're seeking for God's direction in our life, sometimes it seems like everybody else is going in one direction and God has called us to go in a different direction and that can be difficult too. Just because everybody's going one way doesn't mean it's necessarily the right way. So the main thing that I know that I want to know in my life on a day-to-day basis is, am I going the way that God wants me to go? And so I've learned one very valuable lesson. Satan pushes and God leads. God always leads us. And so when you feel in a rush to make a decision and you jump out, and you make a hasty decision, more often than not, the decision that you will make will be the wrong one. And so as I opened my Bible this morning, again about 4.15 a.m., I want to share with you the scriptures that the Lord led me to. And I believe that when we read the Bible, we can receive great guidance, comfort, and instruction for our life, especially when we're looking to make decisions. Maybe something I say tonight will be something that's a confirmation for you in what God wants you to do. And the first scripture that God led me to, one of my favorite scriptures now, you're going to hear me say that a lot. I have a lot of favorite scriptures in the Bible. One especially is Psalm 27 verses 1 through 14. And I really want to read through this. Sometimes I might make commentary as I read. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? I love that. He is my light. He is my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? The Lord is a stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then will I be confident. One thing I will ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and he will set me high above a rock. Then my head will be exalted above my enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. 
Do not hide your face from me and do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God my Savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in the straight path. Boy, I love that statement right there. That just shows you the heart of David. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in the straight path. And that's really what we want when we're seeking God's guidance and direction. Lord, I want to know your way. Lead me in the straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desires of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I will remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Take heart and wait for the Lord. And there's another key in finding out, God, what do you want of me? And he says, wait for the Lord. Be strong. Take heart and wait for the Lord. This kind of reminds me of Joshua chapter 1 where the Lord tells Joshua to meditate on the book of the law day and night so that you might be prosperous and successful. And that's what we want with our life. That's the bottom line. We all want to be prosperous. We all want to be successful. We all want to be walking in the perfect will of God. Then the Lord led me to Psalm 28, verses 7 through 9. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy. And with my song, I praise him. The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress and salvation for his anointed one. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. And I love the word shepherd. You know, in Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me beside the green pastures. And, you know, I shall not want. He leads me. A shepherd's job is to help guide and help direct us in a time of need. And Jesus is the good shepherd. And he wants to guide you. And he wants to guide me. And he wants to lead us into green pastures. But then there are times, according to Psalm 23, that he leads us beside the still waters. And there are times where he restores our soul. So as we're seeking for God, what is your plan for me? God, what is your direction? What are the next steps that I need to take? The Bible promises that Jesus will be the good shepherd. The Hebrew word is Jehovah Rohi, the Lord, my shepherd. Then the Lord led me to Proverbs 3, verses 3 through 10. I just love this scripture. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, 
and with the first fruits of your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and the vats will brim over with new wine. One of the hardest things and lessons, I think, that we have to learn when we're seeking God's direction is to, number one, wait on the Lord and be patient for him to bring us the answers we need. And then in the midst of waiting on the Lord, one of the hardest things we need to do is we need to learn to trust the Lord. And you know, the Bible says if we trust the Lord and we lean on him, the Lord will be faithful to guide us and direct us. Proverbs 3 verses 21 through 26 says, My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. They will be life to you, an ornament of grace around your neck. Then you will go on your way safely, and your foot will not stumble. Man, this is a good scripture. What the Lord is encouraging us to do here is to pray for wisdom, understanding, and we are to pray for sound judgment and discretion. And if we will pray for those things and never let those things out of our sight, the promise is that we will go on our way safely and that our foot would never stumble. What a promise. That is a huge promise. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Man, how many times do we suffer from a lack of sleep because of the things that we're worried about? Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked. For the Lord will be at your side and he will keep your foot from being snared. What an amazing promise. The promise that if we seek the Lord, he will be at our side and he will keep our foot from being snared. What an amazing promise. In other words, you know how there's pitfalls sometimes in life or there's things that lie ahead of us that might harm us, but we, if we don't know they're coming, the promises here, God promises that he will show us those things so we can avoid them. Then one of my favorite scriptures is in Jeremiah 6.16. This is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it. And you will find rest for your souls. Wow, what an amazing scripture. When we're at a crossroads, we're encouraged to stand there and look. And we are to ask the Lord, Lord, where's the ancient path? Where's the best way for me to walk? What's the way you, you want me to go? And then we're told when God shows us what the good way is, we are to walk in it and the end result will be rest for your soul. Now, I just want to say that sometimes the best way isn't necessarily the easy way. Sometimes the best way is not the way everybody is going down. You might feel like, wow, I feel like a fish out of water. I feel like I'm going in one direction and all my friends are going in another direction. 
but you need to listen and obey the Lord. The Spirit of God will speak to your heart. He will show you what to do. Pray for revelation. Pray for discernment. Pray that you would have the eyes of the Lord, that the Lord would help you see the things that you need to see, the things that are hidden, the things you don't know about. God wants to help you, guide you, and direct you. And, and it is the Lord's will that you find rest and peace for your soul. One of my uh, favorite scriptures, another one, and we use this one a lot in spiritual care. I'm always saying to people, if you wonder if the way you're going is the way God wants you to go, do you have any peace? So Colossians 3.15 says, Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful. So if you're going in a direction but you absolutely don't have any peace, then my question is, are you going the right direction? Because if God is leading you, if the Lord is leading you, what is one of the Lord's titles? His name shall be called, this is Isaiah 9, 6, Wonderful Counselor, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. You know, sometimes when we're going down a way that's not necessarily easy, but it is the perfect will of God, then in that way, even though it might be hard, I'll have a peace and an assurance that I am walking the way God wants me to walk and I'm doing the very thing God wants me to do. Now, how long does it take to discover what God wants? Well, you've got to wait on the Lord. You've got to take time. You've got to press in. You've got to pray. Search the word. You may need to go for some wise counsel. You may need to seek out godly counsel, people that can give you an advice for the step that you are about to take. But if in the Bible says there's wisdom and says us in Proverbs, there is wisdom in a multitude of counselors. So sometimes we need to stop, wait, seek the Lord, search his word, wait for him to speak to us. Seek wise counsel so that whatever decisions we make, we know we make them not only uh, a decision that's in the will of God, but that you're also operating in the timing of God. Timing is so important. I remember being in Pensacola, Florida, in the ocean, and the waves were coming in. And, and I'm not really a surfer, but I knew that if I caught the wave at the right time, that I could surf that wave and that the inertia of that way would push me along, and it's really a lot of fun. But I also know that if I jumped in the wave ahead of time, <laughs> the wave would just like roll me over, and I'd find myself under the water and uh, coming up wanting air. You know, have you ever done that? I don't know if you've ever done that, but catching a wave and surfing a wave, uh, you need to know the exact timing of when to jump into the wave so that the wave will benefit you in what you're trying to do. So not only is knowing God's will important, but also if you're in a transition, knowing God's timing is just as critical because you can jump too quick and find that um, you might be in a world of hurt. Maybe you're working one job, 
but you decide, hey, I think I want to start a nonprofit and I want maybe I want to start a nonprofit and work for a nonprofit. Well, that's the very thing I did. I had to work a job, a full-time job, five years and work on getting the nonprofit going before I could leave one and go into the other. So God's timing is critical for your success. It's critical as it relates to our families that we don't jump into something too quick and hurt ourselves. And then another great scripture to do with God's will is Romans 12, 1 and 2. I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. See, you want to, and I want to be operating in the good, pleasing, and perfect will. So sometimes when uh, we think we know what God's will is, we have to test it and prove it to make sure it really is what God is saying to us. Because I'd rather be in the perfect and pleasing will of God, and I know you would be too. Now there's another will that God will allow, and it's his permissive will. It's the way we want to walk. God doesn't want us to walk that way, but we've determined that's the direction we're going, so God will allow it. But God has a way, even when we get sidetracked, even when we go down a wrong path, God has a way of bringing us back to where we need. You know, it says in Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. And sometimes when we're seeking to walk in that perfect will of God, we will make mistakes. It's a given, but you know what? God is bigger than our mistakes, and he has a way of bringing us back around to what he has for us. And then he has a way of taking those mistakes and making our misery our ministry He has a way of taking the very things the enemy tried to sidetrack us with and get us off track with and put us back on course. And God has a way of using everything, every mistake, everything we've done, and he has a way of bringing good out of it so that nothing is lost and he wants to use it so that wherever we wind up, And I really believe God plans for detours. You know, when we're called to do something by the Lord, and by the way, we're all called to do something different. Somebody might be called to be a doctor. Somebody might be called to be a nurse. Somebody might be called to work in a factory. And there's so many different areas that you and I could be called into. And whatever it is, whatever we're called to do, The Bible says we're to do it all under the glory of God. And so whatever you're called to do, whatever it is God has for you, it's important. And so if you make a mistake or if you felt like you tripped up, don't beat yourself over the head. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up. You might say, well, you don't know how many mistakes I've made. It doesn't matter. The Bible said, though a righteous man falls seven times, he will rise again. 
You know what that scripture tells me? That tells me the righteous will fall. That tells me the righteous will make mistakes. You know, 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And all I want to say here, if you're seeking God's direction, that God is patient, there is grace, you will make mistakes, but that's where the loving Heavenly Father comes in, and you can ask for God's forgiveness, you can ask for God's guidance, and he promises to guide you, direct you, and to be with you. So I don't know what you're doing tonight. I don't know if you're driving down the road or you're sitting in your house. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're doing, but I hope that the voice of the Lord could be heard through my voice tonight. That what I've had to say, I hope that it was a strength to you and an encouragement in whatever you're going through. And remember, it's never too late to get back on track, or I should say it's never too late to get back on the track that God has for you. So I really want you to be encouraged. You know, as I'm sitting here and talking about this, I'm just in my mind, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about all those that are going to be listening. And there's so many different situations that you might be in right now that you might be struggling with. And maybe I didn't even mention any of your situation. And no matter what, though, God says he'll lead you, he'll guide you. And whatever your need is, God wants to provide for it, and he wants to minister to you, and he wants to encourage you. So I pray today that you would receive the help of the Lord through my voice, and I pray that the angel of his presence would be with you in your home, wherever you're at. So what I want to do right now is I want to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you that you promised that if we would ask for wisdom, you would give it. You promised that if we'd wait on you, that you would be faithful to us, to speak to us, to guide us, and to direct us. Lord, I pray for those that are out there tonight that are just searching for what you have for them. And maybe they've been searching for a long time and they feel like giving up. Lord, I pray that they would get back up and I would pray that you would give them strength to go on and keep seeking you for what you have for their life. Lord, I just pray right now that you would wrap your loving arms around each one of them in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to thank you for tuning in to Healing Begins and for listening. And I just want to say this program is brought to you by Family Tree Medical of Hastings, Michigan. May God richly bless you and may he guide you in all you do. Healing Begins is brought to you by Spiritual Care Consultants of West Michigan. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. 
We are not a church, but a healing ministry based out of a doctor's office, and my partner is Dr. Troy Carlson. Maybe you're looking for a chance to donate somewhere. You have some money and you'd like to make a donation? Well, we are a great place to donate. Go to our website, www.spiritualcareconsultants.com, and click on Donate, or you can make your checks out to Spiritual Care Consultants and mail them to Spiritual Care Consultants, 1375 West Green Street, Suite 1, Hastings, Michigan, 49058. Most of all, I want to thank you for your prayers and all your support, and I want to say thank you for listening to Healing Begins.